Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. Well, Noel, so great to see you. Thanks for uh, doing a phone call and having a a, a chat. And uh, we're going to have this uh, go out to Coast Vineyard Church, which you know they 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 met you uh, two years ago now when you came out and uh, and spoke and met a number of us and we all fell in love with your family and uh, so it's just great to be able to have a uh, a chat and uh, so yeah it's good to see you. Yes, I'm happy to you know have a chat with you and I still remember uh, the memories of being in your church you know your house and Jacinda your daughter you know and I'm a friend with your son-in-law so. It all, you know, and seeing being my son there, that's all kind of like all family together, you know, in different locations, but same heart, you know, yeah. same desire, same vision. So here we are again. Yeah. Well, we love having, uh, having Josh, your, you know, your youngest. He's, you know, he's studying away in, in New Zealand now. He's, he's kind of stuck here now, but uh, it's a good place <laughs> to be where uh, we've got the, uh, we've got rid of mostly the, 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 the COVID-19 and uh, we're enjoying a lot of freedoms. We get, uh, get locked down every now and then, but uh, it's been a good place for him and you know, he's enjoying his studies. And just came up on my Facebook uh, this morning, you know, they say five years memories. Five years ago today, we were arriving in Kathmandu to come and see you guys. So, wow. uh, so saw the photos there and I still remember the Kathmandu airport. That's a wild place. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, still wild, you know. <laughs> okay. Some, um, something doesn't change, you know. <laughs> so. Yes. Oh gosh. No. We uh, we loved our time there with you guys, and uh, you're incredibly um, hospitable and uh, and kind to us, and it was just wonderful to see what God was doing, and and all the you know the churches around the area, and uh, um, we just yeah we just loved it. We're very very grateful for you uh, you know your kindness to us when we when we came over. Yes, yes. So, um, hey, one of the things I thought would be great to um, to talk about, I just now you recently celebrated a an anniversary of the Vineyard Churches being in uh, the Himalayan region. Is that right? Is it twenty years, or is it longer? Or no, yes, it's twenty. In it's twenty years, yes. Twenty um, years. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so and now you, there's. Uh, Tell me how many how many ch- uh, vineyard churches there are up around the Himalayan region that you you guys have have planted and oversee. Uh, right now, at present time, we are now uh, planted thirty churches. Mm. Uh, last year we planted two churches, and this year, uh, actually a week ago, we planted one more. Uh, so, you know, it's it's really challenging, but it's mm. really a great you know you see. Yeah birth of new churches you know with the new young leaders that's interesting you know the new yeah. young you know young yeah. young young leaders you know upcoming young leaders so but it wasn't wasn't always 30 churches so love to hear a bit of the story of uh how how do vineyard churches even end up in the uh in the himalayan region and when we say himalayan region it might be helpful for you to talk about what that is uh because 
to some people go, is that Nepal? Is that India? But uh, so maybe talk us about what the re the area is, and then tell us a little bit about the how how everything got started there. Okay, uh, just to clarify, the birth of Vinod movement started from uh, nineteen ninety five. So the anniversary of the church that we celebrated was one of the church, not the whole movement. Okay. So the movement is uh, started from nineteen ninety five. And um, yeah, uh, Himalayan region vineyard churches are actually uh, stationed in uh, Nepal, uh, the country of Nepal, and some parts in uh, state of Sikkim of India and Darjeeling. So, but these are all mountain belts, uh, Nepali-speaking people. So, yeah. uh, from Nepali-speaking people of Nepal and Nepali-speaking people of Sikkim and Darjeeling, uh, is all kind of like same belt we call it Himalayan region so our church a Himalayan region is in, uh, in Nepal and also in uh, some parts in India so that's why we call it Himalayan region mm. or vineyard churches Himalayas or vineyard Himalayas okay and um, that's helpful because like I know that some people have um, asked about that so but uh, so 1995, um, yeah, what, uh, tell me, tell me the journey, tell me, because um, I know that, uh, you know, it was very much a, a, a Holy Spirit inspired uh, start and, and, and as it continues to be, but uh, we'd love to hear the, um, the story of how things got started there. Uh, in 1995, I was traveling with my father who happens to be the pastor and he was visiting all his friends in Canada and in US. So on our journey, uh, meeting different, my dad's friends and dad's pastor friends and visiting all the French churches, we arrived in Kelowna where uh, there was a conference that was taking place. Uh, uh, the conference was John Wimmer's conference. So at the same year, there was another conference uh, was happening, cast the fire in Toronto airport uh, vineyard in Toronto. So in 95, uh, in that conference, uh, I was able to go there and was fascinated and impacted by the worship that was happening. And because I had never had experienced uh, those kind of worship in my life. And uh, that worship really changed me. And I really wanted that worship to come to the Himalayan region and to the churches that my father was pastoring. So, uh, of course, the worship was led by David Roos. So I met David Roos and asked him to come to our church, uh, churches here in, in India, side of the Himalayan region. So when he came, uh, we put together a conference for uh, most of our, my dad's pastor friends. And there, the, the worship, uh, you know, uh, this was released so powerfully we were able to witness the, sh the power of the Holy Spirit and that changed the whole dynamic of our uh, 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 mindset of Christianity or you know the lifestyle of Christianity you know even mm. I was changed by the impact of the worship so that's how I started getting interested of, of pursuing this new uh, experience that I experienced in those years um, but I call that uh, experience a uh, Holy Spirit experience or Jesus experience, you know, that changed yeah. me. That's why uh, that worship really was the key to, uh, for me to really 
uh, moved towards where I'm now. So that was 1995 and 1996. Okay, and um, but then uh, that's that's an, uh, an experience that you've had of, I guess, uh, vineyard conferences and uh, and there was some uh, worship that was a. Uh, different to what you'd experienced before and I know we've talked and you know that was uh, you found that just so helpful in being able to engage with God and connect with God and experience God's love in the midst of that um, so that uh, was opened you to new ways of doing uh, church life together of worshiping together um, but um, but it didn't just straight away happen that there was uh, let's just Let's, let's just start some churches. There's a few things that happened, uh, wasn't there, along, along the way that uh, where it... Um, and and uh, I know along the way too, you've said before that like there was, uh, in the midst of that, you were like, I don't know if this was meant to happen. So, um, so yeah, tell me, tell me more. Tell me where it went from there. So <coughs> what happened was when David was, uh, was coming, we were doing conferences. And in that conferences, like a lot of church people uh, had come and experienced Jesus. Uh, but what happened was, we never had our own uh, kind of like this new, new, I would say, set up church where people can come and learn and you know experience and they can then they can go and and practice what they have experienced in their life. You know, so we felt in this journey that we need to start a small community where we can practice what we are experiencing every day. You know, the part of the Holy Spirit, you know, the new way we call it, you know, uh, because if you look at my history, uh, I grew up in a Christian home. So I knew about Jesus. OK, I knew about Bible. Uh, I knew everything about church. But I think from 95 experience, I found that just knowing about Christ, knowing about church, knowing about God is not enough. You have to experience it. And then when you experience it, it makes sense to what you understand. Because understanding makes sometimes you don't know everything because it's just the knowledge, okay? But experiencing actually is important in our journey to follow Christ because then you understand the actually the things that Jesus did, you know. So we felt that we need to start a community where we can practice what we have experienced in our life. And in those journey, then I really started studying four gospel, you know, the four gospel where we talk about the life of Jesus. And I really started studying why, why he did this, why he did that, where he went, why he went, what was he thinking, what Jesus, Jesus was mm. thinking, why he did this. So I really found that, that if I need to be a disciple of Christ, I need to walk the same journey that Jesus asked, asking me to walk, you know. So what we did was I found that we need to start a small community. But when I checked this four gospel, I found that Jesus didn't start a church first, okay? He came and st he started doing the work of the kingdom. Mm. So I found that when we do the work of the kingdom first, then the church will come later. The church will be established out of the work of the kingdom, okay? So, because I grew up in a church where we started church first, and we hope that the kingdom work will expand from the church. Right. Okay. And waited somebody to do the work of the kingdom from the church. Okay. But in Jesus style, church planting, I found that we do the work of the kingdom first and the church will come later. So then we found that it's easier to plant the church. 
because in the beginning you just go to a place and just like Jesus did you go to the crowd you go to the broken you go to the poor you go to the you know sick and you just start laying hands and proclaim the gospel you know and you pray and heal the sick you know cast out demons okay and when these people are set free they come to you okay they start asking about the experience they have experienced you know then you explain to them who did it and you mm. talk about you know Jesus and then these people who were set free will gather and we train them to gather around Jesus and when they gather around Jesus then we call that gathering around Jesus a church so we slowly started uh, uh, a community out of came out of work uh, doing the work of the kingdom so the doing work of the kingdom was never we never stopped it we still do every day because the work of the kingdom okay advancing the kingdom of God is so important we do that every day that's why when we go out and out and out and out and out and out and do the work of the kingdom the church will birth church will birth automatically that's why the that's why the uh, the church growth uh, mm -hmm. kind of happens sometimes uh, you know uh, we call it spontaneously or without sometime planning why is that happening we found that because we go out and do the work of the kingdom so mm -hmm. that's 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 why you know now we see uh, you know we plant church you know and why that how that church got planted because somebody went to that place you know and there was nobody somebody went to that place you know start worshiping you know and laid hands and healed the sick you know cast out demons you know gave to the hungry fed the poor fed the hungry you know and looked mm -hmm. after the dying so so because we went there with the hope you know and we went with the compassion we went with the power of the holy spirit God starts doing work and out of that came all these churches you know and that's how we are here till now yeah oh it's great to great to hear now I, I remember too that you talked about uh, a time before the churches any of the churches had started where you had uh, there was expectations from the vineyards uh, pastors in Canada that you've been building this relationship with and uh, and they were saying no you know it's this is what we believe that you're, you're meant to be doing is to be going and uh, planting you know vineyard churches in this region and uh, I remember you saying that like you just you just weren't sure if that was what you know you just you didn't really know that and they were expecting like you to come to some meeting and that they were you were going to tell them all the big plan of what you're going to do but then you were saying like you just didn't really know and then but then you know god spoke to you is that is that right have i am i remembering the story yes right? yes yes tell us a little bit about yes. that, that 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 time that night uh before we started this work of the kingdom me and my family was in winnipeg you know uh and we were praying that uh, we wanted to go back to Nepal and we wanted to start uh, a community, we wanted to plant a church because in our mind uh, we only think about planting a church, you know, and that's what uh, we thought and to plant a church we needed some strategy so we were in Canada trying to find a strategy or trying to create a strategy or trying to do all kinds of, you know, the normal way of doing church or so Every time I thought, uh, you know, I'll do this, and the Holy Spirit say no. And every every time I thought that, I found a you know strategy or a or, or you know or idea or 
uh, way to do a church, the Holy Spirit always said, no, no, no. So I was there for three, three, uh, three, three months and, and I was praying every day and I was asking the Lord to give me vision. I was asking the Lord to give me, you know, you know, the, you know, the set of skills or, you know, I was, I was thinking the church should be like this, you know, my church will have this, you know, my church will have that, you know, my church will have the building or this, my church will have this. So every time I thought that I created a model of the church that I wanted to plant in Kathmandu, the Holy Spirit said no. So what happened was my days to be there was coming to the end and everybody in the community, community was celebrating that, you know, oh, Noel, you know, uh, is here and he's going back to Kathmandu, he's going to plant a church, you know. So the, all the church people were like happy uh, thinking that I'm going to plant the church, you know. But every time my, you know, my end time to be there was coming, I was not finding the strategy, my strategy, my, you know, my usual uh, way of uh, thoughts to plant a church was not, not, not working because the Holy Spirit was saying no. So then I found that every time it was coming to the end, I found that I cannot go back to Kathmandu and plant a church because I was getting, I thought that I'll go there and get more resources. Uh, you know, I'm talking about spiritual resources, but every time I was coming to the end, the resources were coming to the end. So nothing was happening. And so what happened? The last week I was there, and there's this big celebration called uh, Vision Night, you know, Nepal Vision Night. So there everybody had come, people had come to hear how I'm going to go to Nepal and plant the church, okay? And there was this meeting was happening and I was to go to the uh, vision night and share to the whole church that, you know, I'm going to go and this is what's going to go, this is how I'm going to do it, this is how I'm going to, you know, plant. Mm -hmm. Then what happened? I found that that day, like, I thought, like, no. There's nothing, Holy Spirit was saying, no, no, no. Then I felt like this strategy is not going to happen. But now the people are already at the church. Mm -hmm. Meeting started at seven o'clock. I had to drive from my house to the church. So my, my eldest son, Asa, was like, you know, one and a half years old. And my wife, Donna. But now I'm thinking like, what to do now? I cannot face the crowd because my strategy is not what the strategy God wants. I cannot go. So I thought that I'll go. I'll go to the church and say, I'm not going to go back to Nepal. I'm not going to plant the church because three months I prayed and my strategy, because those strategies were the strategy that I was used to. I've seen that strategy in my life. I've seen because, you know, and God was saying no. And I thought that I'll go to the conference, uh, go to the meeting and say, I failed. Don't cheer up, <laughs> no cheering up. <laughs> I cannot plant the church. That's what I thought, you know. But at the same time, I felt so bad, you know, because the whole church is ready to release me. And here am I <laughs> with, like, I just yeah. need to be sincere, you know. I just can't, I just can't fake there, you know. But I cried, you know, but at the same time, the meeting started at seven o'clock. I, I was in my car and I found that there's no car key. I lost the car key. And I'm trying to find the car key. It's raining, snowing in, and there's no car key. And I have to get to the get to the meeting like, uh, you know, on time. And I'm panicking, and there's no car key. And it's already at seven o'clock. And I'm crying, and I feel like, wow, you know, this no, you know, like you have this self thing, you know, and like, oh, this, 
I, you know, like, oh, I'm so miserable. And what I've done in my life, you know, and I, and then suddenly this maintenance man came and I knew him. So I said, would you give me a ride to the church? So he knew. So, so we sat on his maintenance car and we drove and I, before we drove, I sat on the seat and I said, Lord, if there's anything you have for me to go to Nepal and plant the church, you give me now. Otherwise, I'm going to go there and say, I don't have anything. I failed the church. I'm not planting the church. Then I sat there on the seat and I remember it's just like 15 minutes right, 15 minutes right. Then suddenly the Holy Spirit came and just over me and this downpour of the vision and downpour of God's heart just was coming. It was just rapidly was coming, coming. I knew everything in this 15 minutes why I'm going to go, where I'm going to go, and how the church will look like, and what God is going to do, and how God is going to plant the church, and how the, how people will get. It's I just was. And as soon as the as soon as this, my friend's car stopped in front of the church gate, I was ready to go and share how this church is going to be birthed in Kathmandu. I opened the door of the church. I was so excited, and David Bruce was leading worship. He was waiting for me, hoping that where this guy, you know, he's already late now, <laughs> half an hour. He was he was he was uh, leading worship and he just pointed towards me. He was just saying something, but he was just pointed towards me and said, "Don't let that vision die." That was the word that came to straight to me when I opened the door. And then I stood there and I shared. You know, I knew where I go, where I'll go. And one thing I can say, I don't want to say a lot, but I can say, Jesus said to me, in that seat. You go where I went, you know, to the poorest of the poor, to the broken, mm. to the dying. Because the kingdom of God is not top down, it's upside down. You go where no church wants to go. You go where there's no hope. You go to the worst, darkest place. And I knew everything. And that and that time I understood the meaning of compassion. Mm. You know, meaning of compassion. And I think God just filled with the heart of compassion. And I knew that where I'm going, where the church will be. I knew our church will be in a place where like nobody wants to go, right? And I'll have people in the church that nobody wants to sit with. So I went, I came back, we came back to Nepal and we didn't planted the, we didn't started the church in the uh, church, like we didn't look for a church building or anything. Every evening we packed our bags with food, you know, whatever we have. And we went to the riverbed, you know, we went to the slums and we started giving out, you know, food and just praying and there we saw spontaneous miracles happening here and there every time we went there to these places God was healing people like instant healing instant healing instant healing you know and those people when they got healed and those people came to our house and we started the small house group and that became the church yeah oh, I love it and which was so different to what you were thinking for what you've perhaps been been taught this is how to start a church and possibly that was why um you know it was it, it, as you were planning for or thinking about it you just couldn't kind of quite grab what you were meant to be doing because you had been taught one model but then for you and uh for the for the birthing of the the vineyard churches in your area it was 
it was completely upside down. It was going to those who had nothing that couldn't be, you know, they, they didn't have money to be able to give to the church. They didn't have uh, education. And yet that was the place where, where um, God led you to go. And I've been to that riverbank. The riverbank, as you, I remember as you approach it, uh, you start to smell the river. It's, uh, uh, and then when you're there and there's people living on the riverbank and uh, they're the poorest of the poor because the riverbank is fine to pitch up a temporary uh, place to stay uh, at some times of the year, but then there's the rainy season and the rivers come up and everything gets washed away. So uh, they really are the people that have nothing. But I know I loved hearing the stories about the miracles that of going down there and, uh, and serving and 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 giving uh, uh food and resources but then of of praying and people and these people that had uh as they looked at their own lives they would have looked at their lives as hopeless and all of a sudden they encountered the power of god and and they found hope and uh so i mean do you have any stories from those times or because i know that you're still doing that you still even now uh you know 20 25 years later you're still going and you're you know you're 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 doing the things that jesus did going and and um praying for those uh, those that are at the uh i guess society would say they're at the bottom uh but you go and you you help them with uh with food you help them with um, medical assistance and and of course you pray for them and uh and i know there's been many times where people have encountered uh the miraculous and the and the presence and the love of god yeah, that was just, uh, you know, what we did in one area of the compassion, you know. But mm-hmm. the stand, at the same time, like, we were able to introduce worship, intimate worship, you know. We started, like, so the interns came and worked with us. So, so not just in Kathmandu, you know, uh, slum area, but we went all over uh, the mountain places, you know. Uh, people came and got trained. They learned from us. They, we sent them with the heart of compassion. And they started doing work of the kingdom in so many areas of the Himalayan region. That's why all these churches birthed out of doing work of the kingdom, you know. Mm-hmm. So every church, uh, 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 the heart of every church in the Vineyard Himalayas is, you know, loving the loving the unloved, you know, and and being a being a friend to them, you know, and uh, go with one hand compassion and another hand is the power of power of the Holy Spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I mean, I can say, you know, like I've seen like Jesus walk live, you know. I can say. The God that we worship is not, you know, imagination. Jesus is real. He's living. You know, he has a, he, he still does, he's still able to do things that we read in the New Testament. You know, the miracles in the New Testament is not old for us. You know, he still is able. He still actually is he's doing more actually, you know. Mm. We just don't want to be that vehicle sometimes. So, but, you know, that's why I, and I always say, you know, to understand Jesus, you need to experience first. Then it's easier to understand Jesus after experiencing, you know. Mm. So, you know, it gives me, uh, it gives me, uh, uh, you know, what do you call it? Makes me humble, actually, you know, that God can use anyone. Those who are willing to go, you know, where he he's, he's going, you know. He's, all he's doing is asking us to walk with him, you know. Sometimes we say that he, Sometimes we think that he's sending us and he's not going. <laughs> no, he doesn't do work like that. You know, all he's doing is come with me. You know, mm. and let's do let's do things together. 
let's advance the kingdom together you know and that's the that's the thing about Jesus I love you know he he wants to walk with me and walk with you you know so you know and I'm also thankful you know you came and we walked through those mountains you know yeah and last year in one of the mountain places where you walked we planted one more church that's so good so you know thanks be to God you know like yeah. we walk together in this life you know mm. and we see Jesus walking uh, mm. and, and we experience that every day so mm. yeah oh, we're very grateful for our you know friendship and and that we are you know we're brothers in, in Jesus and it's been uh, it's been a good journey so hey just as we as we finish up Noel um, um, I've loved loved hearing um, you know the stories again uh, but is there anything uh, I know I'm you know putting you on the spot a little bit here but is there anything that you'd want to encourage Coast Vineyard Church with from uh, from miles away but with the benefit of our technology is there anything that you'd like to bring and encourage us with yeah I don't want to I don't want to like you know preach or anything to the church but when I was there when I was in your church, mm. um, a miracle happened, and I don't want to say that. You know that. Yep. You and I know that you know, a miracle happened. It's everywhere I go, something happens. Eh? Mm. So when I was there, I was you know, in the worship session, and I can say the presence of God, presence of Jesus in your church, in your church is so strong, okay? The same experience that I have here, the same God. We are together in this journey. So as we walk together, I think my suggestion or my welcome to the church will be keep walking with Jesus. Simple, as simple. Mm. Keep walking with Jesus, you know, and and you know, just come to him and say, Lord, here am I. You speak to me. And that's he's going to lead you and lead us, you know, and take us with him. And it's 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 a fun, it's 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 joy, it's a, it's a happiness, it's the you know, ultimate satisfaction that I think that we are looking, you know, that Jesus walking with me, nothing else matters, you know. And we thank him for all he has done, you know, remembering the cross, you know, and it's done. Thank you, Jesus. So to my friend Coast Vineyard, you know, you're walking with Jesus, keep walking. Let's help each other to walk with him mm. till eternity, you know. Yeah, love it. Hey, thank you, thank you so much, and uh, I'm just, I just feel encouraged again just by having the conversation. And I mean, obviously, I always, I love every time we talk, and we get to um, can continue to, to journey together. And um, but, but thanks for, for you know, for today, and uh, and I know that um, our church is going to be um, encouraged uh, in their walk with uh, with Jesus from uh, from our uh, conversation. So thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, before I uh, quit, uh, you know, stop, I would say one thing that I was sensing for past uh, four months about Coast Vineyard, that it looks like the church is going to explode in numbers, but just not, not in numbers, but explode that the church will have a people with the biggest heart of Jesus, you know, so the big growth is on your way, you know, prepared. Mm. Thank the Lord. He's going to help you. He's going to show you. He's going to give you everything that you need. Mm. 
God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Well, thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.